when it comes to whether it's telling a story, uh, being confident, even when it comes to life coaching, uh, just helping them to know that they can do it uh, because so many of us are just running this race of life and not having the community uh, because we run best in community to help push them along the way. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest back on the show today. I have Tamika Smith. Tamika, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks so much for having me on the show again, Gresh. Yeah, absolutely. You're doing so many phenomenal things. I know you have a phenomenal story, so super excited to get more into that, see all the awesome things you've been working on. But of course, before we do that, I want to read a little bit more about Tamika so you can hear about some of those awesome things that she's working on. And Tamika is the creative director and founder of Wordsmith Enterprises, who empowers dreamers to become doers of the world while unapologetically allowing their light to shine in a dark world. As a four-time author, certified goal life goal success life coach, transformational speaker, blogger, podcaster, self-publishing consultant, and talent acquisition professional. She is a servant leader at heart. Compelled to do more than survive, Tamika began her process of thriving after leaving an abusive relationship in 2010 with her children, one in pull-ups and one in diapers at the time. It's not how you start, but it's how you finish. And as an English major, I've always marveled at how powerful words and writing, and I absolutely love that. I think that is part of what Tamika is all about. So I love that. First of all, she embodies it in the books that she helps and, and writes about, but also in helping other people succeed and reclaim that power. Very inspirational change agent, testimony of the power of how telling your story not only, I think, frees you, but it also, I think, frees other people because it gives them permission to be themselves. And as I mentioned, she was a former guest on episode number 205 of our podcast. So Tamika, excited again to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am so ready. And it's always a pleasure. Thanks again. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get it started then. So to kick everything off, I know I touched a little bit upon your story and, and how powerful mm-hmm. it is. Could you take us through a little bit more on that story, what you've been working on and, and how you've been making that impact in, de- in the world? Yeah. And so you're back in 2010, I was in an abusive relationship for nearly five years. And as a little girl, always writing journals and uh, I remember reading uh, my Angelos. I know why the cage bird sings and thinking, wow, this story is so gripping. It's so compelling. And I want to do this one day. And years later, uh, I manifested something <laughs> there and uh, with everything that went on, unfortunately, but fortunate to be able to tell my story. And when I would tell my story, when I did leave the situation, I could just see the reactions in people's eyes and it was just like in dis- disbelief. Oh my goodness, you have to, for one, you have to believe in something higher than yourself. And for two, you have a story on your hands. And so I took that into inventory. Hey, I know I want to tell my story. I just didn't know how to do it. And so when I left back in 2010 and it took about four years later, to really be serious about it and had to do the work, the internal work and just making sure that we were okay in a safe space. And 
uh, had to really build ourselves from the foundation back up to having a sustainable income, to having a having some stability when it came to housing as well. So it took 20, 2016. Not only wrote one book and released it in one month, it was two books <laughs> in the same month, which is unheard of. Wow. <laughs> and so one was the, the first book, Shouting the Glass House, that was a memoir of me telling my story and also giving exit strategies on how to get out to bring some humanity into abuse. And even though here it is, 2023, possibly 2024, when we released this, but just letting people know, hey, it happens. It can happen to anybody. And doing advocacy work and years later getting degrees in, in human resources. So really pivoted since we have talked to not only help people tell their stories, but like you said, as a English major, the power of storytelling, it helps you get a job. It helps with marketing. It helps with so many other things besides writing a book. So just helping people in their personal and professional development with Wordsmith yeah. Enterprises, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Why well, I appreciate you obviously sharing that. Obviously, sorry that you went through that experience, but mm-hmm. I think as you said so well, or even I think Steve Jobs has this quote where he did this Stanford commencement speech and he all, he said that a lot of times you can't tell like why things are happening in your life until you look backwards and you start to see how you can connect the dots and you reading that story. And, and like you said, the power of the manifestation of putting that out there, who probably would have known at that time that that story would sounds like it was really a foundational point in you being able to do that within yourself, but also do it for so many other people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, it was like almost like the floodgates when I would go live on social media or uh, be on TV or on podcasts. When I would tell my story, it gave them power as well. It empowered them. And I would never forget one of my grandmother's friends wrote my book and I didn't know that she was in an abusive relationship and it gave her the courage to finally get out of that situation. So when you say that you just never know that the power that it can give somebody else, you're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. And then the power to know that there is probably something on the other side and that the other side doesn't mm-hmm. have to be what you're experiencing at that time. It, it, it's so powerful. So I, I wanted to drill down a little bit more. I, I know we talked a little bit upon like how you serve and work with your clients. Could you take us through a little bit more what that looks like and how you're making your impact in, in the many ways there? Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to Wordsmith Enterprises, I like to do an inventory, like just an assessment, almost like an interview but not with that pressure of an interview, just a casual conversation, uh, just to see what it is that I can serve to the best of my ability. And when it comes to whether it's telling a story, uh, being confident, even when it comes to life coaching, uh, just helping them to know that they can do it uh, because so many of us are just running this race of life and not having the community uh, because we run best in community to help push them along the way. So whether it's giving them the confidence to self-publish or just doing some life coaching strategies to help them uh, obtain, not only obtain, but supersede their goals. That's what Wordsmith Enterprises is all about. Nice. I, I love that. And, and I was almost wondering, and this might even be part of the, the your secret sauce and what, 
sets you apart and makes you unique. I almost wonder if, especially that, that life, because I often say we forget about the human aspect of business, but I almost feel like you having that, that, that experience and being a life coach, I feel like that mm-hmm. it makes it more of a, let's just have a conversation because I yeah. think you can easily say, Hey, I, I want to be able to have a speaking engagement or I want to be able to write a book. But I think if you don't really drill, drill down deep and understand that confidence issue, like there could be like gaps or things that don't happen as a result of you having that goal and that ambition. Yeah, I definitely agree. And a lot of us, especially when we are selling and pitching, we have to learn that it's okay to hear no. You're going to hear no before you hear yes. And one of the things that I did uh, since we last spoke, I took on a sales job. Uh, before I went into HR and it helped me not only have that confidence to pitch, but to also be okay with hearing no, because when you are in sales and a lot of people say, oh, sales, this, sales, that, but it's a really great tool (laughs) to help you have the confidence to pour out and get some feedback. So that really helped as well. Yeah, it ends up being so powerful. So many of us, especially in the generation that we're in, they're so used to running towards a bag, but we have to get back to our why. Just like my mentor, um, Joseph Foster, told us in class, we got to get back to our why. Yeah, it's great to have money and, and all those things that will come from you selling and getting clients and all those things. But you have to get back to the foundation, to the basics of what you're doing and the why. Truly appreciate you, obviously, for doing that. And of course, empowering people to do that as well. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask Mm -hmm. you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Good question. So something that makes me more effective and efficient is just writing the old good old to-do list. (laughs) I know we're in a world of apps and there's an app for literally everything known to man, but just getting a good old piece of paper, sticky notes, reminders, because my attention span can be all over the place at times being a creative. So just something to hold me in and also having an accountability partner. Hey, did you do what you said you was going to do earlier today? If not, why you didn't do it? So just making sure that I'm not above reproach and that as I'm helping people, somebody is helping me along the way as well. Yeah, that's extremely powerful. So what would you consider to be what I call a CEO nugget? A little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice. You might have already touched on this, but it might be something mm-hmm. you would tell somebody if they're starting as an author or getting started with their business, or if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. It's a great question. So I would say give yourself grace. A lot of people wait to do things when it's the perfect time, the perfect situation, the perfect environment. But allow yourself to make mistakes. That's how you learn your way. You can edit it as you go. Remix it as you go. I remember um, even with my first book, I trying to save money and edited the book myself, which I would never do again. But it was funny because my uh, youngest was reading the book a couple days ago. He was like, did you edit this yourself? I said, yeah, I did. 
Like, yeah, I see the mistakes, but we got that fixed since then. But even then, but the message still came across. The message went around the world, and I didn't lose sight of the goal that was in mind, was to tell the story, to help other people. And even though there was mistakes, I allowed myself to have that grace to just keep going forward and make changes along the way. I love that. And and I, I think, again, going back to seeing people's journey and also things that they're doing, you don't see, we always think it's per- perfection and we always think it was right on day one. In reality, mm-hmm. the journey is rarely ever perfect. And often people that are doing better and greater have done that because they've done it over and over. Yeah. And that's what it's about impact at the end of the day. How are you doing whatever it is that you're called to do and allowing yourself to be human? Um, because a lot of us as entrepreneurs, a lot of people are looking for us for all the answers. And yes, we are problem solvers, but sometimes when we are in the middle of our journey that we forget that, hey, that we're human too, and that we have to have safe spaces as well. We got to be more than money. That's a byproduct. And it's a nice byproduct to have, but you have to know your why. So it's, it's really foundational for me. Absolutely. No, I, I, I love that. And I love that you said doing what you were called to do. And I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Tamika, what does being a CEO mean to you? For me, that's a great question. For me, being a CEO is me communing because I am strong on my faith. It's just communing with the gifts and the abilities. I was one of those kids that could do a whole bunch of stuff. And it's just like, okay, why do I have all these skills? What am I going to do with that? And I'm just thankful that I'm able to create a foundation, create a hub speak for people that are like me, that don't have all the answers, but they know that they're called to do something and being able to give them ideas like a spit fry around and just, hey, have you thought of this? And seeing their eyes light up. That's some of the joys that I get for doing this work and to help other people, to give them the confidence they may not have had before, to get out and just like I say, not only be a dreamer, but a doer. I think it was, it might have been Gary V that said that a lot of dreams are in the cemetery and they shouldn't be. It's about our legacy at the end of the day. So that's something else that I put into perspective as a CEO. Nice. I absolutely love that. Absolutely. Tamika, truly appreciate that definition and perspective. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find out about your books and all the awesome things that you're working on. And thanks again for this opportunity to be on I Am CEO podcast. And for those who would like to follow me, I am at Tamika Smith, my EKA, last name Smith. You can also find me on um, the, on my website, wordsmithenterprises.business. I'm on most social media platforms, so I'm not hard to find. Absolutely. We'll make it even easier. We'll have the links and information in the show notes so that everybody can get a hold of you. And, and, and Tamika, I don't know if I can ask this, but if somebody might be listening to this and they're going through any domestic violence situations, mm-hmm. do you have any like places, resources or things that you can mention to them that might be helpful? As in, so much has changed as far as technology is concerned. There's the National Domestic Violence Hotline. 
I do just want to ensure that anybody that may be uh, going through this, just to make sure that you at least use the incognito browser, because when you're dealing with someone in that kind of a situation, they can look at your history. I've been through it too, just to make sure your safety, especially when you leave um, that kind of situation, because the first 72 hours after leave can be very dangerous for an individual. Looking at resources in your local areas, there's plenty, plenty of resources that are out there. You just have to reach out. And the first one for anyone that may be in the United States is the National Hotline. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tamika. I appreciate you sharing that. We're going to have that information as well in the show notes. So thank you so much for being that change that you wish to see in the world and, and empowering so many people to do that as well, too. It's a pleasure. I'm glad to be able to do that. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.